It's Daily Thunder, the truth of Jesus Christ dished out live every morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado with a bit of manly grit and gusto. Find out more at live.ellerslie.com. Now, here's Nathan Johnson. Well, good morning for another Daily Thunder. I'm on the Sea of Galilee, and it is an absolutely beautiful morning. Well, for, this, for today's Daily Thunder, we're actually going to go to a beach on the north shore of the Sea of Galilee called Tepka. And it's interesting that this would be the shore where Jesus called his disciples. You know, that, that great statement of, hey, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So I had asked a good friend of mine from Canada, Lorray Duick, if he would give one of the messages here at the Sea of Galilee. And so he chose Tepka. And so you're actually going to be listening, not to me this morning, <laughs> but you're going to be listening to my good friend Lorray talk about this idea of Jesus calling his disciples from this location called Tepka. So without further ado, here's Ray Duick. Sea of Galilee. All right, so I'm gonna go through a couple stories, a couple events that happened uh, in Jesus' life. And uh, we're kinda gonna follow him and Peter through both of these, these stories. Uh, yeah, so let's go. Um, so it would have been after Jesus gets, so Jesus gets baptized, right? We went to the, the spot in Jordan, or on, on the Jordan River, where Jesus gets baptized kind of the, the start of his ministry, and then he goes back to the wilderness behind, uh, behind Jericho there uh, that we saw. I'm guessing that would be a few days journey, and, he, and he's there for 40 days or so. Actually, at, at the Jordan River, he meets Peter's brother, and actually Peter as well at that time, and that, that's where Jesus gives Peter his name, from Simon to Peter. And, uh, and so they have their first encounter at that point. They're at the Jordan River, some month or two, or over a month, um, from when Jesus comes to this area again. So after he's through the wilderness, Jesus comes and I'm sure he walks down this way. I, 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 that's what it feels like. I don't know about you guys. It feels like he'd come from this direction. <laughs> um, and he sees Peter and John, or sorry, Peter and Andrew, in, his, in, uh, in their father's fishing boat. I'm guessing it was a couple hundred meters or a couple hundred yards into the lake. And so I'm guessing he had to shout, which I never really thought of. But uh, let's, just, let's just read some of these, uh, th- this passage here. I'll grab it. <clears throat> ah, where did it go here? Okay, and Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers. Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother. They were casting a net into the sea. So they were out there somewhere casting their net into the sea with their, with their father. <clears throat> For they were fishermen. This is who Peter and, uh, Peter and Andrew were. They were, if you were to identify, identify them as like who they are to their bone, they were fishermen. That's what they knew. Like Dan was talking about, wherever Dan is, um, this clearly was a, a place where fishermen live and that's kind of the, the reason for all the settlements around here. So they were fishermen, not, not the brightest in the, in the culture, um, not the ones that people esteemed the highest, but there they were, fishermen. It's what they had known. And Jesus said to them, he must have, he must have shouted it, he must have called out, and said a simple, simple phrase, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So I guess a couple things that stick out to me just from that, just from that call is that there's, there's kind of two parts to it. 
obviously. The part two, the disciples, the part two, Peter, saying, follow me. That's your part. Listen, what I want you to do, I want you to come out of your boat. I want you to follow me. It's kind of vague, but that's what I want you to focus on. That's what I want to be the atmosphere, the ambiance of your, of your mind, is you follow me. Whatever that means, you follow me. And, as, and then Jesus goes on to say, and I will make you. So this is Jesus' part. This is God's part. So God's going to do something. What I want you to do, Peter, is to follow me. And what's going to happen as a result I'm going to make you a fisher of men. <laughs> I never really read the passage that way until a few months ago. Um, it's so easy to try and become some, become what God wants us to be. Like become the, the end result or the, you know, God's end, um, you know, design. But Jesus' promise here, first of all, Jesus' part is that he's going to make them into fishers of men. And it's a promise too that Jesus is gonna, God's actually gonna be the one that does it. As, as they're following Jesus, you know, they hop out of the boat. They they said says they immediately came out of their boat. They've probably been thinking about it for the past month or two. You know, they they had met this guy who, at least Andrew was convinced was the Messiah, was the one that they they were waiting for as a Jewish in the Jewish culture. Um, so they, I'm sure they'd been thinking about. It. Maybe they were even talking about it as they were in the boat there. And so they hop out right away, come, and follow Jesus. They didn't know what was, what was ahead. I don't know what the atmosphere would have been like, but I'm sure it was just excitement. Like You don't know what's around the bend for, um, for Peter and, and Andrew, but you know they get to follow Jesus. What an honor that is to follow Jesus. Like, just think about that. God, the Messiah, is, is asking them to follow him. Like, what, what a... What a privilege. It kind of makes sense why they'd hop out so so quickly. So, that was Jesus' initial call there. Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And so later on, it says on the same beach that there were a couple other brothers in their boats and he asked them to follow him. And so they, they uh, you know, have all sorts of adventures, all sorts of things happen in those three years that uh, you know, we've all heard, read lots of, lots of stories about um, you know, some incredible things that they see Jesus has done. You know, like, like it's been mentioned, they go over to that side of the mountains. They're preaching all along this, this coast and going down to Jerusalem. Um, so all these incredible things have happened. And eventually, it, you know, as, as we know, Jesus, his path, his, his journey, his, I guess what, him following his father led him to Jerusalem where he was crucified and, and all that stuff. And disciples, Peter's watching all this, you know, unfold. And, and so he dies. And um, so there, there's those few days there where, um, where they haven't met Jesus. And, you know, they're just kind of going about their business. I mean, you know, I'm not sure what I would do in that situation. Someone you've poured your heart into for the last three years and just has completely revolutionized your life. You were a fisherman. And, you probably haven't done much fishing in the last three years. And so Peter Peter decides, you know what, what do I know? I, I, I want, let's go fishing, guys. I want to go fishing. And so he goes fishing, probably in the same, in the same place. Um, and, uh, so, and that's where we'll pick up the, the second story here. 
Let's read a few more verses from John 21. And after all these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. City of Tiberias right there, so Sea of Galilee. And in this way he showed himself. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana, a few of these disciples, they were together. And Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. <laughs> you see his personality. It's time. I'm going fishing. Don't know what to do. Let's go fishing. And the rest of them said, yeah, we're going with you. And they went out and got into the boat and they caught nothing. And morning, then morning had come. So they must have been out in the boat all night. <laughs> that's, great. that's a long night of not catching any fish. But when morning had come, Jesus, Jesus came and stood on the shore. So Jesus is here now. Maybe at the same spot, who knows, of that first calling, of that first calling to follow me. <clears throat> yeah, but the disciples didn't know that it was Jesus. And then Jesus said to them, he must have called out, he must have had a strong voice. Children, do you have any food? No, they said. And he said to them, cast your net on the other side and, we'll find, and you will find some. And as we know, they cast on the other side and it's full of fish. They're excited, they find, oh goodness, this is Jesus. And Peter gets all super pumped, puts on his shirt and just dives into the, into the sea and, and, and comes, comes, swims, walks, whatever, however he can to see Jesus. I'm sure he embraces and it's like this awesome reunion. You know, maybe on the same beat. Isn't that crazy? It might have been on the same beat as he first, first called him. And so they, they have dinner. Jesus has a fire going and they're... Um, and he invites them to come and participate, and they, they have a meal together. I'm sure they laugh, they tell some stories. <clears throat> and Jesus pulls Peter aside for a while. And he, he talks about, um, we ask Peter the question, do you love me? We've all heard it before. And Jesus, I, and Peter responds, you know, three times. Just like Jesus asked three times, do you love me, do you love me, do you love me? And Peter's. You know, yeah, 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 I do. And, and at the end, he's like, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. I, 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 think, I think we know it's, it's probably hearkening to when uh, Peter denied Jesus those three times. And you've got to think that Peter had this, this thought. They're having a good time on the Sea of Galilee, just like I'm sure the disciples did. <laughs> so you've got to think in the back of Peter's mind or, or something that, oh, goodness, I've done this terrible thing, I've forsaken God, I've forsaken Jesus, what's his response going to be? And it's so gentle in, 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 this, whole, in this whole passage where Jesus is uh, kind of drawing something out and, and really calling Peter, kind of shedding light on what his future is going to hold. And, and these next few verses, I, I, I'll just read them, they're, they're great. So after, after Jesus gives the commission to Peter to feed his sheep, this is uh, what, what Jesus says. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were young, you girded yourself and walked where you wanted to, walked where you wished. He's, he has Peter off to the side somewhere, and he says, listen, when you were young, you did what you wanted, kind of. You, you went where you wanted, and um, there was no hindrance to you. But when you're old, <clears throat> you will stretch out your hands, and another will lead you this way and that. Another, will, another one will, will tell you where to go will lead you where, you where you do not want to go, actually, is what it says. So he's telling of some time in the future when 
you know, he's not going to just have this free, enjoyable life where he's going where he wants to and can kind of choose his destinations here and there. There's going to be a time in the future where his road is really hard. This call to follow Jesus is not going to look pretty. It's not going to be easy. You know, there's going to be a time when he's going to be led where he doesn't want to go. And um, John, or yeah, John is the one who's writing this. Says he's he's signifying the way that Peter would die. So Jesus is giving him a little bit of a note of you know what it's going to look like to follow him in the future. And so Peter hears this tough news, and as I'm sure a lot of us would have the instinct to do, he looks around. And he sees the group of disciples, he sees his good friend John. You know, I'm sure he would have been great friends with John for years growing up. His, his, their fathers were both fishermen. I'm sure they helped each other with their nets and, you know, I don't know, had competition to see who, who would uh, catch the most fish. And so he looks over to John and asks Jesus, well, well, what about this man? Like, will he have to go through that, that tough thing? And then Jesus said, <laughs> His words are just so convicting, so, so good for the soul to hear. And I think that we can, we can hear them for our own, own lives as well. And he asked the question, well, what is it to you? What does it matter to you if, if John has an easier road? What is it to you? You follow me. That's the way he ends that. So in the same spot where he initially called Peter and a few other disciples, Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Three years later, they're here. You know, after having three years of memories with, with Jesus, and Jesus telling Peter the difficult road he's going to go down to glorify God, to glorify Jesus. He's like, you know what? My calling to you hasn't changed. You know, that, that's the incredible thing about God. You know, the stuff that happened in Mount Carmel and the stuff that happened in the wilderness there that we went through, it's not some like sideshow that God's doing. It's not like a little mission here, a little mission there. You know, God has one big calling, one big purpose that he's, that he's accomplishing, that He's fulfilling, that He's making, He's orchestrating. And even in the, in the micro version of Peter's life, it's like, you know, what was, what was true before, follow me, the call to follow me before, you know, same now. You follow me right here, right now, no matter what, what another person's road is, no matter how hard it is, you know, you follow me. Ah! I want to hear that, man. I want to hear that, preach that my soul all the time. And it's not like just some commission that he sends us off to, but you know, it's a following Jesus. So Jesus is there too, right? It's not some, something he's sending us off to do. He's asking us to follow him and so to go with him. And that's, that's what makes the, the following so, um, I guess, exciting. And um, the best part about it is that you're going with Jesus. So that's my exhortation to you guys and... Just a great meditation. Follow Jesus. Follow, follow Him wherever the road leads. And that's crazy that all that happened right here. Daily Thunder is a production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training and the Bravehearted Media Group. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and see it once again gain the stride of the Spirit emboldened and brave. The Daily Thunder video stream can be watched live daily at 8.15 a.m. Mountain Time, Monday through Saturday, and 7.15 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellersley.com. Please consider booking a stopover at the lovely Ellersley campus at the foot of the majestic Rocky Mountains for one day, one week, one semester, or for an entire season. We hope to see you someday soon live and in person. Thanks for listening.